0: hello hello everyone and welcome to the miss pink digital podcast home to everything digital marketing brand building and tech and on today's episode, we are going to be talking all about Max campaigns within Google Ads, also known as Performance Max campaigns. Performance Max is a relatively new campaign type within the platform, and it came into play and kind of took over the likes of smart shopping campaigns, Gmail campaigns, and some of those more automated campaign types that you see within the platform. And since taking over, it has caused quite the bit of controversy amongst advertisers with some advertisers absolutely hating it and trashing it whenever they can versus others who absolutely love it. I think the ones who have struggled to navigate the change to Performance Max are the ones who had successful smart shopping campaigns in the past, successful Gmail campaigns in the past, any campaign type that Pmax has replaced and hasn't quite in their eyes been able to... Compare performance wise to what was in the platform before. And I certainly have had my ups and downs with Performance Max. I have had times where it's been great and I've had times where it's been absolutely awful. And I have found it more difficult to navigate this change. And I think I've found more than ever that performance max has been the campaign type that fluctuates a lot more than your typical search campaigns, your what was smart shopping campaigns, your general shopping campaigns. I found it's a bit more sensitive. But that being said, I've built a lot of Pmax campaigns now and I think I have found the ways in which to make it more reliable on a consistent basis, not only from a perspective of generating return ad spend, generating conversions at a good CPA or within my target CPA that I set the campaigns, but also in a way where I can scale them because I found that was the struggle with PMax was scaling that activity out in a way that was still profitable. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today. For those who don't know what Performance Max is within Google, I'm just going to quickly give you a summary. So Performance Max is a new campaign type Or, relatively new campaign type that was introduced into the platform. And it's basically like your hybrid shopping, search, discovery, display video campaign. It's a campaign type where you can create a singular, what's called asset group, which is similar to ad group. And within that, you can create an ad which covers. Visibility on um, not only search, not only shopping, but also YouTube discovery, Gmail, display, all of that stuff. So it's basically everything you need to reach in one campaign. And that's why I call it like a hybrid search shopping campaign. The campaign type I used to compare it to a lot was smart shopping, just because Performance Max is heavily, heavily, heavily automated. And it's um once you kind of make changes in there, once you kind of build it, you can change in and out your assets, which we'll talk more about in a minute. But you don't really have much control over the campaign on an ongoing basis, similar to like you didn't have much control with smart shopping. It's just a heavily automated campaign type available within Google Ads, but it gives you visibility on multiple Google networks and not just the one shopping network or the one search network. You get visibility across the board. So, that's just a summary of what Performance Max is. And the struggle a lot of advertisers had when it first came into play was getting it had no problems spending their budget, but they weren't able to achieve their targets within that campaign type it was very expensive to generate conversions for them and it spent a lot but didn't necessarily do a lot and that was the initial struggles since then it has gone through some teething, and google have got it to a relatively good or more reliable place than it was before that being said there are things users don't know what to do within that campaign type just because it is so new or they're scared to test it. I'm here to tell you, don't be afraid to test it. And I do have some ways you can kind of improve that performance max activity and how you can set up more reliable performance max campaigns in the long term. It's very important to make sure you don't shy away from PMAX because I firmly believe it is the direction Google is going in. So the more you can take it head on, the better it will be. I was listening to a podcast the other day, I can't remember the name of it now, but the one of the guys on the podcast said, don't try and bite Google basically, just go with it. And that's the way you kind of got to take it, unfortunately, because Google is going to implement what it sees fit. So you can't fight it. Performance Max is here to stay and there is going to be more automated campaign types like that in the future. So try and learn as much as you can. And try and test as much as you can. But I'm going to start spoiling some of my important points to do with how to build a good PMAX campaign and how to handle Performance Max in Google Ads. So we're going to just jump straight into it. So as mentioned, with Performance Max, you can attach your shopping feed to your campaign and run shopping ads within that PMAX activity. I would highly recommend doing this if you have an e-commerce Google ads account. It's going to be a really good campaign type for you to scale out your ads activity. But if you are going to attach your shopping feed to your Performance Max campaign, make sure your feed is optimized as much as it can be. This is because Google's going to need to use that information to target users and also the information is going to have to be appealing enough to the user for them to click on it. So that's making sure your product descriptions are all up to date and feature relevant keywords that you want Google to notice within the feed. Make sure your product images are of a high quality. Make sure you are trying to put as much information as you can without breaking any policies in your product titles. Make sure you're front loading those product titles, those descriptions, so all important information. Is in the first half of those description SAS titles, as that's going to be the visible thing to the user. Make sure those titles are relevant to the products, all of that good stuff. Make sure you have your attributes all in order and all relevant and all to Google's high standard. I'm going to be doing a podcast episode in the future of how to optimize your product feed. But even if you just make sure you have all the basics and necessities covered, that's going to make all of the difference. There's no point running any shopping activity, to be honest, on your Google Ads if your feed is not optimised. Then off the back of that, it's very important with Performance Max, if you want to make the most of it, feed as much information into the campaign as possible. So avoid too much segmentation. This was a mistake I was making for a long time with Performance Max and Google's automation in general. I think there's a misconception and this is off the back of how unpredictable Google's automation used to be and especially in the earlier days of that automation within the platform where you would put automated bidding on on a Google campaign and it would just go crazy and not Do anything. It's important to remember Google has come a long way now, and Google is a lot better at tracking users' activities, seeing what users like, and kind of targeting them in a way where you are more likely to get results. So, whereas before with automated campaigns, I used to take a very segmented approach by segmenting out my targeting, segmenting out my bidding. And by segmenting, what I mean is separating out my targeting as much as possible and trying to cater my ads to that targeting as much as possible and trying to just create a really catered campaign type. Now, although it's very good to have a catered campaign to the user, it's still possible to do that without the level of segmentation that I used to do. I used to segment out everything. So the issue we have now is, like I say, Google's machine learning automation is a lot more intelligent. And when we are segmenting out so much, we are limiting Google's ability to learn from that data. So what I found was when I took a more segmented approach with my Performance Max campaigns, they weren't able to scale and they were a lot more sensitive. Like I would make one change to my target ROAS. Um, For those who don't know what target ROAS is, it's a bidding strategy, which is target return on ad spend. I'll go more into that in a minute, but I would make one change to my target ROAS goal. And all of a sudden the campaign would just not have any impressions or have too many and not make any money. And it was such a sensitive campaign type and they just were so hard to scale out. And that's because I made it too segmented and too small to where Google couldn't learn any data and didn't know what to do with the data it was learning. So the first thing you can do, make sure you're feeding as much information into the campaign as you can. And also off the back of that, try and avoid really, really low budgets. Because again, it's limiting the amount the campaign can learn. Obviously, if you're an account with a small budget, I'm not saying you can't run PMAX. You can still run PMAX on a low budget, It's just going to take a longer time to learn. So you've got to be a lot more patient with it. And it's going to be a lot more painful to run that campaign type with the limited budget. So something else you could do if you're willing to test it is see if you can reallocate some of your existing Google Ads budget from other campaigns where they're not really doing as much and reallocate it into Pmax. Just make sure that you're aware it's going to take time to learn the data and to really get you the results you want on an ongoing basis. So you do need to be patient as well and have the budget for that patience. And whilst we're talking about data and feeding that into your PMAX campaigns. Absolutely make sure you have conversion tracking implemented before you even think about running not only PMAX activity, but any automated activity within the platform. If you do not have your conversion tracking in place, your campaigns that are automated aren't going to do anything. They're just going to spend loads of money, deliver you no results. You might as well be burning that cash. So if you don't have your conversion tracking implemented within your account, then you absolutely need that in place before you do anything. If you are running Performance Max and you don't have conversion tracking and you're wondering why you're not getting sales, why you're not getting leads, that's a huge reason why. PMAX, like I say, heavily runs on data and getting that data and learning from that data. If you're not feeding any data in, It has no guidance on how it can perform Sash should perform. Within Performance Max campaigns, you can obviously attach your feed for shopping activity, but you can also attach a number of assets. This ranges from ad copy to image assets to video assets and extensions as well. So ad extensions like your site links, your callouts, your structured snippets, etc. So when it comes to those assets, make sure you are implementing as many as you can and of a high quality. What you've got to remember is PMAX is going to be showing those assets as standalone ads on their networks. So if you take a YouTube ad, for instance, you wouldn't create a really bad YouTube ad and then run it in a YouTube ads campaign. You would create a curated, specific ad-friendly video for YouTube in that instance. That's how you've got to treat PMAX as well. Since it is going to be running standalone on those networks, or there's a potential it will be running as a standalone ad on those networks, you need to treat them like how you would any other display campaign, YouTube campaign, search campaign, etc. Without having those high quality assets and without having a lot, You're going to limit the amount of networks your ads can serve on, which is going to limit the campaign activity, but you're also going to limit campaign performance because if those assets aren't of a high quality, you're not going to get as good of a click-through rate and it's just going to be a potential wasted impression. When you set up a performance max campaign, you might have noticed already it has an ad strength meter. If you can get that ad strength as close to excellent as you can, that's going to be really great for your ads. And it's going to allow you to get more impressions because Google's going to push ads that it sees as a higher quality than others. And if you can get that dial up to the excellent as much as possible, Google's going to see that as an ad, it should push on search, on shopping, on display, et cetera. When it comes to the text assets of Performance Max Campaigns, so the text assets is your ad copy, your headlines, descriptions, make sure you're utilizing all of that space the same way you would with a responsive search ad. And then similar to a responsive search ad, Google is going to cycle between those headlines, those descriptions to try and find the most beneficial combination it can to improve your click-through rate and to serve a relevant ad to the user. So the more information you can feed into those ads, the more Google has to circulate and see what works best. But it is very important that with any text assets, make sure they make sense on their own and when combined. The reason why is because you can't guarantee that certain assets are going to show together all the time. You can't guarantee that you're always going to get three headlines, two descriptions in a serving. You might get a couple of headlines, one description in a serving. So you want to make sure they would make sense no matter how Google would combine them, just to cover all bases across the board. The last thing you want is to serve an ad where you need the second part of the description for it to make sense. You're going to really impact your click-through rate, and you're going to potentially impact your quality score as well. Within Performance Max campaigns, you implement what's called an audience signal. An audience signal is essentially your campaign targeting. So rather than keywords like you have in search, you have audience signals, which can guide Google in who you want to target, where you want to target, what their interests are, are they customers that you've had in the past, etc. So when creating these, just make sure, although we don't want to go too segmented and we don't want to go too targeted because we want to feed Google some data, try and make sure that they are relevant audiences to your products to who you'd want to reach don't just let google do all the work try and guide them where you can there and make sure to follow their best practices within the platform so this is basically where you include a combination of targeting your own data so this would be things like audience lists so remarketing lists of people who went to your site and maybe didn't make a purchase people who have made a purchase before and have been a previous customer and target those in conjunction with Google's data. So Google has in market audiences, similar to audiences, although I do think similar to audiences are going soon. So they will be made redundant. So kind of irrelevant to target now, as well as custom intent audiences. Custom intent audiences fall under two umbrellas. You can create a custom audience that is based on purchase intent. So target users who are likely to purchase a certain product or a service. And then in order to kind of narrow down on what that product or service is, you get given a box that you can kind of type in certain keywords or something like that. So let's say you sell hairbrushes on your store you could do a custom purchase intent audience based on hairbrush keywords like pink hairbrushes, blue hairbrushes, tangle teasers. You can fill them all into this audience. And from this, you can tell Google that you want to target users with potential purchase intent for pink hairbrushes, blue hairbrushes, tangle teasers, etc. The other audience type in custom audiences is search intent. So this is targeting users who are searching terms relevant to pink hairbrushes, blue hairbrushes, tangle teasers, etc. So the two are kind of similar in the sense that you are targeting users who are interested in a product, but one side of the spectrum is you're targeting users with purchase intent. The other side of the spectrum is you're targeting users who are searching those terms. When I have tested both, surprisingly enough, the search intent audience does better than the purchase intent audience, but That being said, don't let that scare you from testing, definitely test both and see what works best for you. So that is the audience combination that Google wants you to use with PMAX campaigns and it's a good audience combination for me because it allows me to feed as much data into Google as possible. When you run PMAX campaigns, you can also run, like with any campaign, them alongside specific bidding strategies. These bidding strategies are of course automated and This is one instance where I would say if you're going to do automation, I find automation works when you let the platform do the work, but you retain some control where necessary to guide the platform on what you want to do. And this is where I do that. So when using any automated campaign, I typically use either target ROAS bidding, which is target return on ad spend bidding. This is where you tell Google Yeah, I want to get conversions. I want to get purchases. But from those purchases, I want to make X back, whether that's 400 percent, whether that's 250 percent, 300 percent, you name it. That's what Target ROAS is. Or I use Target CPA bidding, which stands for Target Cost Per Acquisition. And that's where you tell Google, I definitely want to get conversions. I want to get customers. I want to get people submitting my lead forms, but I only want to pay X for them. Whether that's five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, It's you telling Google, yes, you want to achieve these results, but you only want to achieve these results if other criteria is met. And this has worked really, really well for me for Performance Max because it gives Google guidance on what to do. And it also gives me a little bit of control. If I notice that the Performance Max campaign is going a bit crazy from an impression perspective and isn't getting me the results I need, then I can go ahead and adjust the targets to make them more in my favour. The only thing I would say with the targets is try your hardest not to make them too unachievable at the beginning. So for instance, if your account typically generates a return on ad spend of 200%, you setting a 500% ROAS goal in your pre-max campaigns is not going to get you any impressions whatsoever. So when setting your targets initially, although it can be hard to kind of trust Google to get you the results you want, go off of your last 30 days of data and use that 30 days of data to set your target ROAS or target CPA goals within a performance max campaign. So let's say in the past 30 days, you've achieved a 300% return on ad spend. Try testing a 275% target ROAS in Pmax or 300%. And then if you find impressions are too low, be a bit more flexible with it, bring it down to 250%. If they're really high and you're not getting the ROAS you want, then you can always tweak it up a little bit. And it does go without saying, but If you are not tracking value data, then you can't run target return on ad spend bidding because that's all about achieving value from your campaign. So you need that value data to feed into that campaign performance. If you don't have conversion tracking, you can't run either of those bidding strategies at all. So make sure you have conversion tracking in place first and foremost. Something when PMAX came out that users found difficult to manage was you couldn't add negative keywords to the campaign. You can now add negative keywords, but it needs to be at account level. So the best way you can do this is through like shared negative keywords lists and make sure you're really monitoring that search visibility and where you can add those negatives, whether it's reviewing them on a monthly basis, a weekly basis. I typically review my negative keywords or my search queries report every seven days just so it doesn't get too full of data. And from that search queries report, I add negatives then. So make sure you do that on a weekly or monthly basis if you can, and add those negatives to the account. This further guides Google on what you want to do with your campaign, but also prevents your ads from triggering impressions for searches that aren't relevant to your product, to your brand, and might be generating irrelevant clicks. And finally, or last but not least... When you're running Performance Max, you do need to give it time to run and generate data. I think Google says it can take up to three weeks before it starts getting the data and the performance you really want it to achieve. So it is painful, but try and let it run for that long without pausing it. If you need to make changes within the campaign, then absolutely by all means do so, but try and keep them minimal if you can, just so you're not interrupting that learning phase. Whenever you make a major campaign change, like adjusting the budgets, adjusting the target ROAS, adjusting the target CPA, you do reset that learning phase. So just try and make changes minimal if you can, and just try and wait out that potentially painful period of generating those results, generating that data, because it will be worth it in the long run as long as you wait it out. And like I say, I do think this is the direction Google is moving in anyway, so we need to be ready for it. But yes, those are just some of the ways I have found navigating performance max campaigns and how I've found it easier now more than ever to navigate them. So yes, I hope that was helpful and good luck with your performance max activity in the future. I think there's a lot of exciting changes coming to performance max campaigns, obviously because it is Google's biggest campaign type that it promotes at the moment. And it's really trying to push that generic search activity. It is going to be undergoing a lot of maintenance, a lot of work and a lot of attention. So it could potentially be a campaign type that is a win-win for everyone. It's just waiting out and trying to make the best of it that we can at the moment. But yes, I will speak to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening.